Eruan Divi Okra Isamante Lekro Savayataya by revelation according to the word of the Lord we activate the walls of fire around your life around your family around your children around the work of your hands around your finances we will be the devourer we will be the devourer in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ any locust any caterpillar any animal any insect that is coming to your harvest we activate the wall of fire we activate the wall of fire by the resurrection power in Jesus name hallelujah lift up your hands lift up your hands Say, I believe in God the Father. Oh, today is the best day to appreciate why we say these things. Say, I believe in God the Father. Say, I believe in Jesus Christ. Say, I believe He died on the cross. Say, I believe He rose up on the third day. Say, I believe He ascended into heaven. Say, I believe in God the Holy Spirit. Say, I believe in God the Holy Spirit. Say, I believe He is a comforter. Say, I believe He's here with us now. Oh, say, this is Mount Zion. Say, this is the city of the living God. Say, this is the heavenly Jerusalem. Say, the angels of God are here right now. Say, this is the general assembly of God. Say, today, today, Resurrection Sunday, my name is written in the book of life. Say, my name is written in the book of life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So shall it be. Hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name. Before I preach today on the sermon of entitled Faith and Resurrection, I want to do open your Bibles to Joel 2, verse 12 and 13. And let me give you a prophetic word concerning our 30 days fasting and prayer. Ofeli asanemio krafa sufri itanamia faria tu faripa tom atalio krosas. Joel 2, verse 12 and 13. The Bible says, Yet even now, declares the Lord God of hosts. Return to me with all your heart. He's talking to us. Return to me with all your heart. With fasting, with weeping, with mourning, and rain your heart and not your garment. Listen to me. God is saying this 30 days of fasting and prayer. It is your heart, not your clothes. Do you understand what he's saying? It means that it is not about what you pretend to do. But it's what you do when there is no one around. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? The prophet in this house has declared that we are going on a 30 days fasting and prayer. And as for you, you say you like pule. So you you not do the fasting and prayer. But then when you come here, then you are praying as if you, you went to Mount Olive to meet Jesus Christ. God is saying no. He said, ensure you do this fasting and prayer 
from your heart. Some of you within this period, as every midnight I'm lifting out this prayer request, I don't have to even lay my hands on you, you receive your testimonies. Amen. It's a return to the Lord your God for He is gracious and merciful. So there's a word of the Lord to you concerning the fasting and prayer. I have taught you how to fast even when you're working. Glory to Jesus. So today I'm teaching on faith and resurrection. And if you're a member of this church, you know that you are a person of faith. If you're a member of this church, you know that you are a man and a woman of faith. You cannot be a part of this church and not know what faith is. Because I'm going to preach on faith till I hear God tell me preach another thing. Because many people are in the house of God but they lack faith. So many people are in the house of God with their garment, but their heart is far away from God. There are many pretenders and hypocrites in the house of God. I don't want to go there. Hallelujah. But we know that faith means pistis in the Greek. And I've told you that pistis means to be constant in a profession. That is faith, eh? I never told you this before. Faith is a profession. So, so like how we have doctors, we have lawyers, engineers, nurses. These are professionals, lawyers. Having faith is like having a profession. And if you are going to make it in your profession, you have to be consistent. If, if you are going to make it in the business and the work you do, if you don't go, they don't pay you. Especially in Europe, you work by the hour. Unlike Africa, you know, you can say, Hallelujah. But here, you work by the hour. When you go, you clock in the hour. Even, even when you go and you don't clock in the hour, you are not there. Are you understand what I'm talking about? So, the same applies to faith. You have to clock in every morning. You don't have faith yesterday and tomorrow you don't have faith. You have faith today and tomorrow no faith. Because the enemy will bring something away. You have to clock in faith every day. Glory to Jesus. Habakkuk 2 verse 4. The Bible says, Behold, his soul is puffed up. It is not upright within him, but the righteous shall live by his faith. This is the Old Testament. <laughs> uh, this is not the New Testament. Habakkuk. I mean, you, you don't have to open it. I'm just, uh, just by the way. Yeah. <laughs> it just, I'm, I'm just trying to give you what faith is. Even in the Old Testament. The prophet Habakkuk said there are people who are proud. And because of their pride, 
they are not upright before God. And the lack of the, the lack of faith is pride in a man or a woman. But because of righteousness, we have received so because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ we have received righteousness by Christ through faith so Habakkuk even though Jesus had not died went into the prophetic and could decode and download from heaven that the righteous shall live by faith because righteousness is not by work it's a gift are you hear what I'm talking about so faith is a, is a moral conviction it's having an evidence of something you have not seen but you have evidence it, it's something that it, 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 in the natural court of law, it will not hold. <laughs> so, even before I lift up this one, every night for 30, 30 days, it's going to be more than 30 nights. Because by the time you have done 30 nights, I have done 60 nights. But before I lift up this every night, you already have a testimony. Oh, uh, let, 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 let me. I think this is my church here today. I said, before I lift up this to pray for you, you already have a testimony because the resurrection power of Jesus has made everything that you are believing in for available for you. Hallelujah. That is faith. That is faith. So now come to the book of John chapter 11 verse 25 to 26. And let me teach a little bit. And let's trust, let's trust God that the prophetic world should be broken after my message. That we can go a bit deeper on this Sunday. Glory to Jesus. John 11 25 to 26. Jesus said to her, Watch this. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. Well, it's in your Bible. This is an amazing scripture. It's, and whoever lives, and believes in me shall never die. Amen. Do you believe this? Amen. So even the Bible, Robert, do you believe this? So this is what I started, I touched on it a little bit on Good Friday. That when we come into Jesus Christ, we cannot die. I know it is heavy for some of you to, to receive. Because death becomes unreal when you live forevermore. Watch this. You have eternal life by connection to Jesus Christ. You are living a life of faith as a righteous man and a woman. And as a result of this, you have the Zoe that is the eternal life. A life without death. But now, because we live in this body, it is a perishable entity. 
It is something that can be destroyed. Watch me carefully. So Jesus said, though he may die, the word die here is a Greek word anastasis. Anastasis. Follow me carefully. So Jesus said, he is the resurrection and the life. Then he goes on to say, though he may die, he shall live. Oh, follow me. So, so, so that means your spirit man is alive forevermore. Your soul is being transfigured. Transmogrified. Changed. For eternal life. Your body. When Jesus is coming again in his glory. Then will be changed. To the body that when Jesus resurrected he had. Uh, follow me carefully. Follow me carefully. So, so, so when Jesus got up on a third day, Mary Magdalene rushed to the, 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 the graveyard. And when he went there, he saw that the master was not there. And so he said, where is the body of my master? Then he saw someone who she thought was a gardener. At this point, I want to tell you something. Never look down on anybody in this life. Oh, are you hearing me, somebody? Never look down on anybody. God, your beginning may be small. Today we are in this place. So you think that there's nothing happening. But I have seen with the eyes of faith the place and the building God is taking us into. I have seen cars being parked. I saw you in your car. I saw you in your car. I saw you in your car. And today you might take a boss and come here. But don't look down on your small beginnings. A lot of people miss it in life because they cannot associate with small things. Watch me. By God's grace, we have been on exalted pulpits. We have preached to thousands of people. But you don't know that until I tell you or until you go and Google and research about me. So when you come here and you see me in my jeans and my top, you might look down upon me. Ah, you follow me? Well, one day a lady came to see me. God bless you. A lady came to see me. And then when she entered my room, the, the sitting room, she said, oh, prophet, I thought you were an old man with a beard and... <laughs> Because the way I hear your voice and your preaching, I thought you were older. And so when Mary Magdalene saw Jesus, she saw her to be a gardener. But she was a Messiah. Listen, your testimony is inside of me. Your testimony is in this place. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? God has ordained me for you at this time. God has given me the sword of this country for a time such as this. And there is nothing that will go by that I will not see it. Because that is the purpose of God for this season. A season might come, another man will come again. But until that season comes, I am the prophet of God in this place. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? So, so Mary Magdalene said, Oh, gardener. Gardener. Where did you put him? Where did you put him? Then when Jesus spoke, 
It's a Rabboni. Then she wanted to go and touch Jesus. And he says, Then do not touch me. For I have not presented myself to the Father yet. Are you following me? So the Bible says that if you believe in me, though you may die, because when I rose up, I presented a body to my Father which is without spot and blemish. Which cannot be destroyed. Which cannot be destroyed. When you come to me, even though you die, at the end of the day, I will give you a body which cannot be destroyed. Ah, you follow me, somebody. So the Bible said, do not think on the outward man which perish. But the inner man that lives forevermore. But after this inner man, there is another body that Jesus Christ came up with. Remember, I told you on Good Friday that when they ship him, his body got torn. It got torn. It got torn. They pierced him on his side. And it was there. Follow me carefully. Follow me carefully. It was there. When he rose up and he presented himself to the disciples, there was a good friend of mine who was there. His name was Thomas. And people call him Doubting Thomas. He was not a Doubting Thomas. He was a man of power and a miraculous. But he wanted to feel something. He wanted to touch something. So when Jesus went there, he said, if indeed it is you, if indeed it is you, let me touch your side. Let me give you a revelation here. Watch this. The Bible said, at the end of the day, when Jesus Christ is coming in his glory, we that are going to live forevermore, even though this one might perish and die, he will raise us, raise us up to himself in a new body. But it will be this body. Oh, follow me. Why? Did Jesus Christ raise us from the death with a new body which he says he's going to present to his father? And when they finally touch him, the scar was there. The scar was there. So in heaven, when I see Paulina, I will see you this way. Oh, <laughs> let me let me let me continue. Let me continue. We'll get there another day. We'll get there another day. But now, my point number one is the resurrection of Jesus Christ must be seen and head by your lifestyle. Let me say it again. The resurrection of Jesus Christ must be seen by unbelievers. Must be heard by unbelievers. By your lifestyle you live. That's what the Bible says that by their fruit you shall know them. What fruit is the Bible talking about? The resurrection fruits. Because a seed before it can grow, it first dies in the ground. And so when Jesus Christ died, we died with him. And on the third day, we resurrected with him. So that we may bear fruit according to his resurrection power. That he said in John 15, that I am the true vine and you are the branches. 
Um, branches. If you abide in me, if you abide in me, and I in you, you shall bear fruit. So you cannot say you are born again and you have certain lifestyle. You are not. You don't know Jesus. You don't know him. You say you are born again. You are born again. And you have certain lifestyle. That when people see you. They cannot point. Let me give you the scripture of what I said. Acts 2 verse 31 and 33. So you see what I'm talking about. Acts chapter 2. Verse 31. Let's read it. He says, He foreseen this spoke concerning the resurrection of Jesus Christ that his soul was not left in hell, <laughs> nor did his flesh see corruption. So, 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 so one day I will, I will teach you about faith and the end times. End times, the apocalypse. Yeah, before, before, before the end of the 30 days fasting and prayer, because God gave me yesterday while I was praying. He said, Teach my people on the end times for them to understand. Many people don't understand the book of Revelations. A lot of people are even afraid to read Revelations. <laughs> well, I know people are afraid to read Revelations. Now, watch this. He says that his flesh did not see corruption. So if so if we are dying in him and resurrecting in him. He says that for as he is, so are we. Oh, are you following me? So therefore, our flesh will also not see corruption. Oh, let's go on. Let's go on. Verse 33. He said, therefore, being exalted to the right hand of God, and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, he poured out this which you now see and hear. He poured out the power of resurrection which you now see. So point number one is the resurrection of Jesus Christ must be seen and heard by unbelievers by your lifestyle. Are you following me? So that is why there are certain things that we do as believers people don't understand. Because the resurrection power of Jesus Christ can never be seen in your life or be heard by other people in your life until you have faith in the one who died and rose up for you. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? Point number two. Everything about you is connected to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Everything about your life is connected to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Do you know that the Roman soldiers who were guarding Jesus Christ after he rose up from the dead they paid them to lie to the nation that the disciples of Jesus came and stole his body whilst they slept do you know why? Because your future, your life, your living cannot make any sense without a resurrection. And after the devil was defeated in hell on the second day, 
after the devil was defeated in hell on the second day and knew that something is about to happen on the third day he being the father of all lies orchestrated a lie Plan the lie that Jesus Christ never rose up. <laughs> Acts chapter 2, verse 31. Let's read it again. Is that he foreseen? That is Apostle Paul talking. Spoke concerning the what what was he foreseeing? He was foreseeing that people are going to doubt. People are going to say that Jesus never was resurrected. People are going to say that what we what we say, the language we speak in the Holy Ghost, we are drunk. When the Holy Ghost came upon the apostles, so this ones they have drunk. Look, any good thing that is in your life, the devil always wants to find a lie to undo it. The same way when God brings you a prophet, people will say things about him so that you will not believe in what God is bringing to you. Listen to me. Your prosperity is in the mouth of your prophet. Go to Amos 3.7. It's not part, but you can write it down. When you go home, you can read it. The prophet in your life, three verse seven, is the one that leads you to your dimension of wealth. They realize that if they say that Jesus didn't rise up from the dead then our belief is of no use. Our faith is null and void. Then there is no God in heaven to answer you. But if there is a God who can raise up Jesus Christ from the dead, he said to us that that same power that raised Jesus from the dead dwells on the inside of you. Hey, are you hearing me, somebody? So everything pertaining to your salvation it's not the dunamis the power on the inside are you hearing what I'm talking about you cannot live a Christian life and be a Sadducee a Sadducee simply means somebody who does not believe in the resurrection and as I speak God's word to you this morning, anything in your life that died, any issue in your life that has brought your life to a standstill, any health issue, any documentation issue, any financial issue, any marital issue, any business issue, any plan of the devil that has killed your destiny by the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. I command your life to rise up again. I say I command your life to rise up again. I speak your testimony over your life right now. He said that for they overcame the devil by the blood of Jesus Christ and by the words of their testimony. Glory to Jesus. Resurrection gives you a future. 
resurrection of Jesus Christ gives you a future. Come to 1 Corinthians 5 verse 17. 1 Corinthians 5 verse 17. Now before that, let's go to verse 12. Verse Corinthians 5 verse 12. The Bible says, Now if Christ Jesus is preached that he had been raised from the dead, how do some among you say that there is no resurrection of the dead? (laughs) But if there is no resurrection of the dead, then Christ is not risen. And if Christ is not risen, then our preaching is empty and your faith is empty also. Is it in your Bible? First Corinthians 15 verse 12. First Corinthians 15 verse 12. So he's saying that why are you saying that there's no resurrection? Why do you think that when you go down in life you can't go up again? Why do you think that the situation is in your life, the difficulties will be there forever? Why do you think that the torment that the enemy brings in your life will be there all the time? The Bible is saying that if this is the situation, then our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is not raised up from the dead. And if he did not raise us from the dead, then everything that I'm preaching to you is nonsense. And if everything I'm preaching is nonsense, then your faith is nonsense. And if your faith is nonsense, then your life is nonsense. Because the just shall live by faith. The just shall live by faith. So if our faith is nonsense, your life. I don't know what I'm talking about. We have to live a life of faith. Knowing that the resurrection power is on the inside. It's a little children. Do not be worried. Do not be afraid. For I, the Lord, I have overcome the world. For there is someone greater on the inside of you. There is someone greater on the inside of you. So one day when Jesus was living, when he was alive on earth here, he said, destroy this temple and in three days I'll build it again. The people were offended. Because he took us over 40 years to build this edifice. He blasphemes. He's talking nonsense. This prophet is talking nonsense. That I'm telling you that within the next 30 days, this thing here being lifted, God will answer you. He will come through for you. You will see a testimony. So he's talking nonsense. I've trusted God for over two years. You are talking about 30 days. But he said that because there is dynamis on our inside. There is a kind of power on our inside. That uh, when we begin to declare the logos, when we begin to dabar and speak God's word, as we decree and we declare, so shall it be. I'm speaking to someone today that don't shut your mouth. The devil might throw things in your way, but there is power on your inside. That is the same power that rose Jesus from the dead. That same power will resurrect your business. That same power will resurrect your marriage. That same power will resurrect your health. I see your life changing to a better level. I see your story changing. God is settling your case around you. Every law case. Every court case. Anybody under the sound of my voice. That you have against you. I stand here as a prophet of God. 
And I declare by the authority in Jesus' name, I make that case a foolish case. I say I make it a foolish case. In the name of Jesus Christ, after today, there is a blood that speaks better things. I say your future is secure. I say your business is secure. I say your marriage is secure. I say everything around you is secure. There is a wall of fire around you because you are the apple of God's eye. The resurrection power is on your inside. Speak it forth now and receive it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Because of this, we have a future. If not, we are of all men the most miserable. Having conviction in something that we have not seen, but we believe is there. And as a result of that, we know it's going to manifest into the physical. The doctor said, you cannot give birth. You cannot have a child. The doctor said, when you stop taking this medication, you cannot live for longer. The doctor said, you have been diagnosed. In two weeks, you are going to die. I came as a prophet of God to speak to somebody that whatever the doctor said, by the blood of Jesus Christ, I said by the blood of Jesus Christ, I speak better things concerning your health. I speak better things concerning your marriage. I speak better things concerning your finances. I speak better things concerning your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Better things. He said the blood of Jesus Christ speaks better things than the blood of goods and bones and evil. Any blood in your father's house. I say any blood in your mother's house. As a result of genetics. As a result of connection to your mother and to your father. Any altar that is speaking against your life. Today in the name of Jesus. Let it catch fire by the blood. Let it catch fire by the blood. In the name of Jesus. He said, for the shout of the warrior is with confused noise. Confused noise. Garments running in blood and in fire. Isaiah, 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 Isaiah. He says that the righteous man, when he speaks, I receive it, Jerusalem. <laughs> oh, shall I receive it? It's with confused noise. Because when we say that, the devil doesn't understand. Even your mind is unfruitful. You yourself, you don't understand. But you know you speak in mysteries. You know you are speaking dangerous things. You know you are putting things in place. You know you are bringing things out. You know you are pulling down. You are destroying the works of the enemy. The devil has no place in your life. You are So we have a future because of the resurrection. We can speak this because the seal of the promise that is the Holy Ghost is available on the inside by the reason of the resurrection of our Master Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Resurrection point number is it three? Yeah. Resurrection destroyed death forever for those who are in Jesus Christ. Resurrection has destroyed death forever for those in Jesus Christ. First Corinthians five, verse twenty. Forgive me. First Corinthians fifteen verse twenty. 15 verse 20. 
So the, 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 the point number two, you, you can also write First Corinthians 15, 17 to 19. You can read it when you get home. 15, verse 17. 15, verse 17 to 19. So now let's go to verse 20 of chapter 15. First Corinthians to 23. He said, but now... Jesus Christ is risen from the death and has become the first fruit of those who have fallen asleep. Uh, it's in your Bible. <laughs> Why did he say that the first fruit of those who have, who have died? Why did he say that? I told you on Good Friday. Listen, listen to this one. Oh, fee calavios. God give them understanding. He said that, but no, Jesus Christ is risen from the dead. Verse 20. 1 Corinthians 15, verse 20. But now Jesus Christ is risen from the dead and because we can't die anymore. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? We cannot die. Death has nothing on us anymore. He said, For since by one man death came, by man also came the resurrection of death. For if in Adam all die, even so, <laughs> even so, in Jesus Christ, all shall be made alive. Amen. But each one is in his own order. Christ, the first fruit. Afterwards, those who are Christ at his coming. Hallelujah. Is it in your Bible? Amen. Death for us has been destroyed. And I told you what death is. Death is mavath. Mavath in Greek. It, it means that to have a tragedy, to enter into destruction, to lose everything. Are you following what I'm talking about? So, Jesus Christ has destroyed the destroyer. Because he says that for he came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have come that thou have life and have life in abundance from this morning. Anything that you are having little in your life, I speak abundance after today. Oh, I think my church is this side. My church is this side. I say anything that you have in little, uh, maybe you have a little car. Maybe you have a little house. A little house. Ah, I speak a Boku house. You shall live in a mansion also. You shall drive the better car. Oh, glory to Jesus. This one, one was coming. I saw one of my church members. <laughs> and the car that she was driving, I said that when she finished, I'll take the car home. Are you hear what I'm talking about? When I heard a vroom vroom, hey, that can be our story. Oh. Are you hear what I'm talking about? Well, you know, a, a certain man of God, every time he parks, he has to park on top of a mountain because his car does not have any uh, starter. <laughs> So if it doesn't put a starter, starter, the spark plug, spark plug, the spark plug. So so if starter, starter, you park on the mountain because if you park, if you park on the on the this one, you need a church members to pull. Ah. And, and today resurrection Sunday. See how Mama is looking nice. See how Media is looking nice. See how Media. And then, and then I'll say, go and push Bob's car, go and push the car. Hey! So you pack it on the mountain. So that when you put down the handbrake, uh, the car, the car was parking. Hey, but God is sending our story. Oh. I said, God is sending our story. People will see us and they'll be surprised. They thought you, you drink that medicine till you die. But you will not die on medication. 
They told you pay debt till you die. But he paid the debt he did not owe. I said Jesus paid the debt he did not owe. Our debt has been paid in full. Hallelujah. We owe no man. We owe no demon. We owe no devil. Life is in abundance. Hallelujah. Are you hear what I'm talking about? So time wouldn't permit me. Let's jump to Philippians 3 verse 10. Philippians 3 verse 10. The Bible said Philippians 3 verse 10 to 11. It says, it says that I may know him. That I may know him. Look, this is my prayer for everybody here. This is my prayer. That you know Jesus Christ. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? He said that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. There is a power on your inside. He said, and the fellowship of his suffering. Being conformed to his death. If by any means I may attain to the resurrection from the death, that I may know him. Oh, that you may know him. That we will know Jesus. That we will know Jesus. That we will not live our lives anyhow. Someone died because of you and I. That we will have the peace that we need. That we will live the life he wants us to live. What else do you want? What else do you want? Why do you take this sacrifice for granted? My last point. Was that the point number five? Four. Okay. We are now citizens of heaven as a result of the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. We are now citizens of heaven as a result of the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. I have a book called Dual Citizenship. It's in English now. I'm, I'm trusting God to do it in Deutsch and in French. And then I, I can give it to you also. But it's on, it's on Amazon. You need to get a book. By the reason of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, we are now citizens of heaven. We are already citizens. We lost our nationality as a result of sin. And now, by the reconciliation of the blood, we have been given another passport. Oh, are you hearing me? So some of us coming from different African countries. When we come, we have our green passport or blue passport or pink passport. Different kinds of passport. But then when we live here and we naturalize, we become citizens of EU. So then we get a red book. Are you hearing what I'm talking about? So the same thing. You had a heaven book. That allows you to travel to heaven back and forth. And we lost it by espionage. Espionage simply means that uh, we, 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 we fought against our own country by espionage. Yeah. So we lost it by espionage. And we were. Deported. Uh, we, 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 we were cast out. And because of the love of our father, he sent his only son. That the only way you and I can become citizens again is that blood needs to be shed. 
no country on this earth and I say it emphatically no country on this earth was ever possessed without bloodshed when the, the, the Europeans, the British and the Germans and the French came to Africa, they killed us before America became America, they fought with the British they killed us Spain killed people in the Bahamas it's all in history nobody can arrest me it's the truth you cannot take a land without shedding of blood so we cannot get back into the land of heaven without blood being shed for you and I are you understand what I'm talking about so my last scripture Philippians 3 verse 18 to 21 Philippians 3 verse they took our gold, our diamond, and they make their country better. And now when we come here, we have to beg for 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 <laughs> the devil is alive. <laughs> Those of you who understood me, you understood me. Philippians 3 verse 18 to 21. For many walk, Philippians chapter 3, verse 18 to 21. For many walk, of whom I have told you often, and now tell you even weeping. That, that means what he was saying was important. <laughs> that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ Jesus, whose end is destruction. Whose, go, whose God is their belly? And whose glory is their shame? Who set their mind on earthly things? For our citizenship is in heaven. <laughs> From which we are also eagerly waiting for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Who will transform our lowly body. That it may be conformed to his glorious body according to the working by which he is able to even subdue all things Amen. to himself. Hallelujah. That's a heavy scripture. I can have a whole message with this scripture. Paul is writing a letter to the book, uh, the, the, the church of Philippi, Philippi. And he said there are, there are people in the church. All they think about is their stomach. There are people in the church. They can never give out of for them to give it means they have enough before they give they cannot wake up and say prof for our new auditorium this is for the chairs for our new auditorium this is for the instruments this is for that they only give when they have enough so he said their God is their belly and their glory is their shame because the thing the earthly thing that your mind is on it perishes it perishes what is it for you to have the whole world and lose your soul the reason why God makes us possessors in this earth is number one for the advancement of the kingdom God has given you a work a job that you get money because of the kingdom and number two because of other people and then number three because of you so even you are not the first hear me we are citizens of heaven by the power of the resurrection 
So your attitude towards the things of God need to change. Don't see this church as prompt church. This is not my church. This is the church of Jesus Christ. So I always tell Jesus, I said, Jesus, if you cannot give us a big auditorium, it's your church, it's your own problem. Jesus, it's your problem. You have to deal with it. Jesus, if you cannot buy chairs for your people to sit on, it is a problem. So, so it's not my church. Amen. We are together building the kingdom. That is why many are falling away because of denominations. Oh, me, I'm, 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 I'm evangelical, so I, oh, I'm, I'm Catholic, I'm Catholic, I'm Presbyterian. That's what's killing us. In heaven, there is no Roman Catholic. There is no Presbyterian. We are all children of God. When the Christian man and woman come to this understanding, the place where God has planted them in the church, they are. They will flourish in that place. Because God said, I will plant you like the cedars of Lebanon in my courts. In the palm trees like Lebanon. And you shall make it. You shall be blessed. So don't give your leftover to God. In conclusion, God gave his best to us. God is my witness. I don't sleep. I, the way I prepare to come here as if I'm going to speak to Queen, Queen Elizabeth. Because you are a holy nation. You are a royal priesthood. You are peculiar people. You are kings and queens. You are special people. See yourself as a special person. So I don't take this for granted. Amen. So don't give your leftovers to God. Some of you is when you come and sit here before you think about the offering you give. I'm, I'm teaching you. Uh, can, can I teach? Can I teach people here? Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I? Some of you, you pay your bills before you remember your fight. Uh, and the bills in Europe you can never finish paying <laughs> are you hearing what I'm talking about but it is not of you that will it it is not of him that runneth the race is not to the swift nor the battle to the strong nor bread to the man with wisdom nor favor to men with skill but time and chance is the help of God. Stop giving your leftovers to God. It is not about the quantity, it's about the quality. It's not about the quantity of money you give. It's about the quality of money you give. Do you know why we give money? I told you, I showed you in Leviticus 17:11 that the blood is in the life. When you work and you sweat and you make money, that is your blood. I don't what I'm talking about. Your blood is your money. So anybody who comes and says, let's do blood covenant. Blood covenant. They are Liboma people. The only covenant you need is the covenant of Jesus Christ. The only blood covenant you need is the one Jesus shed on the cross. 
I know people sitting in church and say, Me and my wife, we have black covenant. You are Liboma. Those of you who are listening to me and you don't understand Liboma, ask the Holy Ghost. So, so you need to understand that your money is your blood. This is blood. This one is more on the floor. You have to sweat to get it. And when you sweat, that is your blood. So that is why in the beginning, the Levitical order of the priesthood, they have to sacrifice blood. Offering. But when Jesus came and sacrificed his blood for us, we don't sacrifice blood like before. But we give our blood as a result of this. Have that understanding. When you have that understanding, the first thing you do is to pay your fight. Look, when 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 I receive money, I'm in a hurry. To give it out. A pastor or a prophet or a teacher, an apostle. Who is not a giver? God will never bless you. Because when God gives you something, you hold it to yourself. God is my witness. There are things I can't say here. I'm, on, I'm live. The things we do. You need to come to that place of giving your best to God as a result of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. You need to honor God. Sometimes when you are giving, you start thinking, hey, I have to pay I have to pay Starvac. I have to pay this one. I have to pay that one. And some of you, you are working, you are doing your businesses, you are not paying tight. Your business will crash. Hear me and quote me everywhere. If you have a work or a business, whatever it is, and you don't pay tight of it, it will go down. You see, you work the days of your life and when you are finished working, you live in poverty. Mark my words. It's the word of God I'm speaking to you. David said, I've been young and I've been old. I've never seen the righteous beg for bread. No, he see beg. Never. 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 Because they understand. Lift up your hands and let's stand up. It's been a wonderful time. Your prayer this morning is that you'll be able to give your best to Jesus Christ. You'll give your best to Jesus Christ. Thank you, mighty Father. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.